Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world? And now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world. If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to brettridgeway.com forward slash freebie. Welcome to the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway, where you'll learn the keys to building a profitable speaking business from speaking industry pros. Each week, we interview a great guest who will share his or her speaking journey, identify what their keys to success have been, and highlight some critical mistakes they've made along the way that you'll want to avoid. Be sure to visit our website at spotlightonspeaking.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet this week's guest. Hello again, everyone. This is Brett Ridgway, and I want to welcome you to another episode of the Spotlight on Speaking show, where each week I will be talking with an industry pro about their speaking journey. Ask them to share a few keys to success that they've used to help them succeed as a speaker, as well as ask them to bear their soul a little bit and share maybe some of the mistakes that they made along the way. Now, my guest today is actually a local person here, a fellow Terra Hotian, but Shelly Klingerman is a highly acclaimed executive leader with more than two decades of experience in marketing, brand awareness, and project management. At the core of her work is her unwavering commitment to leading her firm, Stiletto Agency, as she focuses on teaching everyday vigilance, team building, and leadership development. With a bachelor's degree in marketing and an MBA from Indiana Wesleyan University, Shelly is widely considered an expert for her initiatives through the Stiletto Agency, as well as the documentary she produced, Terror in American Schools, Are Your Kids Safe? She frequently speaks to groups and trains teams looking to increase their awareness and provide safety skills for their organization. A blend of expertise and entrepreneurialism, that's a long word, Shelly <laughs> currently serves as the president of Stiletto Agency. She's a Tobias Leadership Fellow, a graduate of the FBI Citizens Academy, and a Situational Awareness Specialist Trainer through the Arcuri Group. Shelley is the author of Vigilance, The Savvy Woman's Guide to Personal Safety, Self-Protection Measures, and Countermeasures, published in 2019. And unexpectedly, and by no choice of her own, she now leads a new nonprofit, Project Never Broken, dedicated to boldly supporting law enforcement through hope, help, and healing, and honoring the resiliency of humanity. Welcome, Shelley Klingerman, to the Spotlight on Speaking Show. Thank you for having me. So, I, you know, I, I've met you a few times across various venues and all that, and, you know, at one point in time, you came to me for some assistance with the marketing of your book, and then I reached out to you for helping me, you know, determine my path in the next great adventure of my life or whatever. So, you know, we've been able to bounce ideas off each other and that's been very helpful. But today I want to, to bounce the idea of talking a little bit about how you got into the whole arena of speaking. I mean, I think there are three primary types of speakers. One is the keynote speaker who's paid a fee to go in and speak to an association or a corporation. Secondly is what I call the platform seller, a person who speaks for free, pays their own expenses to get there, but then sells from the back of the room and that's where they make their money. And then the third speaker, I think, is a kind of a different category is a person who 
is usually speaking as a marketing channel primarily. And it's just to build awareness of whatever the brand is. And then maybe they'll get a client or, you know, a customer out of it at some point in time. Mm -hmm. So which, which genre do you kind of think do you really fit into and how'd you get into it in the first place, Shelly? Um, I think I'm probably the, a blend of the first and the last, um, types of speakers, the keynote, and then someone who speaks and then, you know, things lead from that. Um, I got into speaking really after I published the book, it got some good pickup and the request for speaking came, um, to bring the contents of the book to life and to, you know, apply it and put context around it. So to be honest, I wasn't necessarily looking to go into speaking. That's just the natural path that my journey has taken. Um, so it was, the book was first, the book was based on my personal experience, um, traveling professionally and, and noticing some, um, things that, I wish I would have known um, and had been trained on prior to being, you know, kind of set out to do it on my own at a very young age professionally. Um, so the book was really a result of my personal experiences, um, some information I had gathered when I was doing that documentary, and then really, quite frankly, a very personal reason, which is that I have daughters. I have now um, one who's graduating college and will be really kind of going into the same situation I was, um, you know, many years ago, and I want her to be better prepared than I was. So I wrote the book for that reason. The speaking came when people started asking me to come in and really talk about the book. Well, I mean, it's so important to have a book as, as a speaker, because it is a great marketing tool and you never know what it leads to. And obviously it, it headed you down a path that you obviously hadn't even anticipated that much, mm -hmm. but the opportunity presented itself and you were there to take advantage of it and, and taking advantage of opportunities is something that many speakers frankly don't have their eyes open to so you know i commend you for recognizing that opportunity seizing upon it and then sharing your expertise with others out there because you have a powerful message that needs to be shared so you you say you've probably only been a speaker for maybe three years now or whatever so you're fairly new to the game or whatever but Aside from having a book, which we talked about already, what, what do you think some of the keys to success as a speaker are? What's worked best for you to build your particular platform? Uh, definitely knowing your, your content, knowing the topic that you're talking about so that you can speak confidently. Um, I would say consistency. So, you know, I still get a little nervous um, before each speaking engagement, which I think is probably healthy. Mm -hmm. So that I don't ever take for granted that, you know, I don't need to prepare. Um, but the consistency, I, I did notice um, once we came off of COVID and then getting back in front of people that that, that you know, anxiety was just a smidgen higher just because I hadn't been in front of the room in a while. Mm -hmm. um, so I think consistency is the other key. Um, and then just being personable, um, not reciting your content in a presentation manner but but just talking about it and having a conversation about it and and the format of my presentations is always interactive i try to always build in some kind of an interactive component to break up my talking and and really engage the audience so i would say those are my three so do you customize your presentations for each audience shelly or do you have a canned speech that that's what you deliver each and every time uh, I have it broke up in a number of different ways. I certainly have like my standard deck 
Um, and if it's just a standard keynote um, and it's more my my traditional audience is corporate, um, then probably my second audience is college. So I will make some adjustments based on who I'm talking to. It's for the most part pretty standard. And then um, I've got it sliced and diced lots of ways. So I truly have a one deck keynote. I have an offering that's a four part series um, that's just a little deeper. And then I have um, it all pieced out into a 12 month series. Um, and I just really wrapped up one of those um, engagements. And I will, I will say that that for my content, that was the most, um, I was a little concerned that it was going to be too much too often. Um, but the feedback I got was it was perfect. Um, so my content can be a lot. And if I give it in one keynote, it's like anything else, you're going to retain it about 30%. So if you have the opportunity to spread it out, um, I would always suggest that. And, and I'm suggesting that based on the feedback that I got, if that makes sense. Sure. So you, you talk about feedback, Shelley. So how do you measure your success as a speaker with a particular presentation? Um, I just recently did one um, at Fort College. I will say my biggest measurement of success is how many people wait to talk to me. Um, so after my talk, again, it's this is this topic was around safety, personal safety, situational awareness, um, and I had audience members waiting in line to thank me, and I also had some audience members in line sharing really personal things that happened to them, and. Um, wish that they would have known the information that I shared before. So to answer your question, I gauge it based on the feedback I get um, typically after. I, I I used to survey a lot. Um, I've kind of gotten away from that just because it's anonymous. And sometimes, you know, you can't really glean a lot of specific feedback from those surveys unless you ask. I mean, it's, it's, it's scientific as how you ask the questions. Um, and then I'll just be honest, when you get any kind of negative, I mean, 90% is typically positive, but you know, it's like human nature when you get maybe something that didn't hit the mark, like you wanted, you obsess about that. And that's really quite unproductive. I mean, so I, I do survey in some instances, but I do not, I used to survey after everyone and I just don't anymore. What's interesting, I was talking with a lady yesterday who's uh, been in the speaking industry for several decades, and, and her measure of success, honestly, is the number of thank you cards that she has posted on her wall beside her desk. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, I speak to some groups um, usually annually, and um, that, yeah, they are really good about sending, sending thank yous, So, um, but that's a great one. So you talk about interactivity with your presentation. So what, what kind of things do you do to get your audience engaged and how do you build rapport with your audience? Mm -hmm. So um, the first thing I do, um, and if again, I'll just stick to the, the standard keynote. We'll talk about that one. Um, I will typically have them stand up. Again, my topic is situational awareness and safety. So I will have them stand up and, and look around the room. And then I have just a quick, you know, little by hand survey of a question. I'll ask them, like, what do you notice? Um, and then they sit down. In that deck, I have um, 10 tips that I share that they can start doing immediately when they leave the room. And the way that I interact and, and encourage interaction is I will, before my talk, I print all of those out, um, each tip out on a single like just slip of paper. 
and I will just go around to people and, you know, talking, you know, how you'll work a room before a talk. Mm-hmm. Um, in some instances, that's not going to work, but typically the, the engagements I have, it it's pretty personable. Um, and I will just talk to people and hand them one of those slips and say, you don't have to do anything with it. You'll know, you know, when I call on you, it's very, it's literally like a statement. Um, but I will say who's got number one, they'll read it and then I'll put it up on the screen. And then again, we'll talk about how do you apply it? What's the context? So it's, you know, throughout the the audience, you've got 10 people who are participating and that tends to open up people to talk. Um, so that's how I do it. Okay, super. So those are some great tips, Shelley. Before we continue, I do have a couple more questions I want to ask you, but before we do, let's take a quick break from our sponsor. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world and now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world? If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to brettridgway.com forward slash freebie. And we are back with the Spot on a Speaking Show with our guest, Shelly Klingerman, this week. And one thing I always like to ask people, Shelly, is to, to bear their soul a little bit, so to speak, and share maybe a mistake or two they made along the way. Because success in speaking is as much as anything about avoiding mistakes as, as it is doing the right thing. So what are some of the wrong things maybe that you've done that you would avoid others to avoid? <laughs> um, Confidence. So, you know, early on, I would get up on stage and just be nervous. And when you're nervous, you don't deliver, you know, as well. So learning ways to control your nerves and process that anxiety is would would have been helpful because I, I think I came across more shaky and not as confident in some of those earlier talks. Um, I have been known to, (laughs) I've, I've revamped my presentation to keep me on track because I have been known to go on a tangent because there is so much. And as I mentioned in that one hour, you can't deliver it all, but I still, for some reason, try to sometimes, <laughs> and it just gets overwhelming. It just becomes like, you know, a word bath. So um, really sticking to my slides and my points um, is something that if I don't do it, I can tend to go off on a tangent. And then that sometimes we'll eat in all the time I have and I don't get completely through the presentation. So making sure that you stick to what you've got on the slides, if you're using them so that the audience can follow too, because, you know, you get so far away from what they're looking at on the the screen. Um, So those are a couple of things that I would say I've, I've learned and tried to address. Well, I mean, sometimes they say, you know, less is more, and that's, you know, a perfect example of that sometimes. So, you know, a number of our listeners obviously will be female speakers, so I I think your book is very appropriate for them to be aware of. So, number one, how can they enter Shelley Klingerman's world if they want to, and where can they pick up your book if they so desire? Yeah, you can visit my website at stilettoagency.com, and it's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O. People put two L's and one T, but it's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O agency.com. So you can plug in there. Um, The book is on Amazon. You can also link to it from the website. And then um, I'm on social media channels. So you could follow um, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Um, And and on social media, I 
I typically will push out tips. Um, so again, the book is loaded with them. The book is a great resource to go back to, but the key to my topic is keeping it top of mind. So um, I drip those tips out um, on those social channels. Well, and then awesome. I have a newsletter that, awesome. that someone could sign up for. So this has been another episode of the Spotlight on Speaking show with Brett Ridgway. A big thank you to my guest, Shelly Klingerman, today. And any final words of wisdom for folks, Shelly, before we wrap it up? No, I think, you know, speaking is a great um, way to, to, as a profession, um, but it's also just really interesting the people you meet. And it's very satisfying and it's heartwarming when you deliver a message that truly um, has impact on someone. So if it's something that you're considering, I would encourage anyone to 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 pursue it. And you know, one other tip just in wrap, you know, start small so that you can get you can work out those bugs and find out. So you know, if you have a topic that you think you wanted to get into, rotaries are always looking for speakers, exchange clubs, you know, school groups. Try those first where your exposure maybe isn't quite as big and figure out how you prepare, how you respond, you know, run through your deck, um, you know, in real time and just work out some of the kinks before maybe you go on to a bigger stage. Yeah, such such great advice, Shelley. So thank you again for being with me today. As always, everyone, I wish you the greatest of success in all that you do as you work to build your own profitable speaking business. But until next week, take care. Bye bye. Thank you. This has been the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway. Be sure to join us every week as we interview speaking industry pros and have them share their best tips for building a profitable speaking business. Until next week, thank you for tuning in and remember to visit our website at spotlightonspeaking.com so you can enjoy even more great episodes like this one. While you're here, be sure to subscribe via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Spotlight on Speaking show. Until then, our sincere best wishes to you for the greatest of success as you work to build your own profitable speaking business.